Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello and welcome back to the Sofa Cinema Club. It's episode 12. I'm Colson Smith. Jack P. Shepard. Ben Price. And today's film is Reservoir Dogs. What? Hold on. <laughs> Reservoir. What is Reservoir? it? Reservoir. What is it? What's it called? Reservoir. Reservoir? Reservoir Dogs? Try oh, Reservoir. Try again. Have a go. Uh, what? The water in a yeah, dam? Yeah, what's yeah. that called? Reservoir. And what's the film called? Reservoir. What dogs. did you think it was called? Well, I thought it was called a Reservoir. <laughs> Reservoir. Re- Reservoir. Oh, hold on. Bonjour, je m'appelle Colson. JD's on. You just invented a word. I tell you what you've done. You Reservoir. looked at it and you go, I tell you what, love. You wait to this. You wait till you uh, hear my French accent. Reservoir. Reservoir. No, no. Where's the wire? Where's the wire? What, what is it? Reservoir. 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 That makes it sound really Reservoir. Reservoir? Res- reservoir dog. No, foie. Reservoir. I mean, we could be here for a long time. <laughs> oh, my God. So we either it move on. Yeah, but do you know what's more shocking? You're 20, Coulson. Yeah. For 20 years, no one has corrected you. No. They've all gone, what has he just said? <laughs> I he's always... Just, he's invented... He's invented a kind of body of water, which I've never heard of. It's slightly bigger than a reservoir, <laughs> but less big than a lake. <laughs> and when I drive, when I drive up from, when I drive up from Leeds to Manchester, I'd always say, "Oh, there's a reservoir. That means we're halfway." You so do I, it with I, another I say word it quite as a well. Lot. I can't remember when we're living. You say I know so. that I can't say favourite. Yeah, you say yeah. favourite, favourite, and anything that's like think. Yeah, I don't. I th- you actually I, do say think, F I N. Yeah, right. I, I, it's. You say thing. Think. You say think. thing. Anything T H, I say as <laughs> an F. That's a wire. Hello, and welcome back to Super Sunday Cover. Today we're, in, we're reviewing Where's a Wire. Right. <laughs> and everyone listening goes, hey, hey, I haven't heard of that. Oh, that's niche. Moving on. Moving Jack, on. what film are we doing today? <laughs> Reservoir Dogs. The beauty of our film club is that anyone can join in. All you have to do is watch along at home. All you need is a sofa and a TV. You can <laughs> watch along at home. And the, the film, film. The film helps. And, and the, the film, if you can find it, was Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> is it easy when you go to the video shop? Um, you can tweet us at, at the Sofa Cinema Club. You can Instagram us at, at the Sofa Cinema Club. Um, send us your messages. Let us know what you think. Send, send us some stuff in. We want to start reading some stuff out. We're going to make a conscious effort going yes. forward to read stuff out and to... Yes. Jack's pulling a... 
I think that's good, Jack. Yeah, yeah. it is. No, yeah. I'm only putting the face like, yeah, we, we should have done it. Yeah, that's what yeah, I mean. we, we keep saying do it. And shall I have a look at one now while we're doing the rest of this? Shall I say the rest of my spiel? Because I you think I've just the remembered spiel. it. It's very yeah. good. Each <laughs> week we get together and we educate each other on the films that we should have seen, but we haven't. I like films like Hannah Montana, whereas Jack and Ben like films like Goodfellas. Today, it is Jack and Ben's choice to pick Reservoir, Re- Res- Reservoir Dogs. Reservoir. Voir. Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> Actually, very good in the end. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> Are you reading some comments out? <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to read the one. <laughs> read it. No. Oh, because it's the Ben Price fan club. <laughs> I know exactly what it is. I saw it this morning. What is it? It's a Ben Price fan club. <laughs> and, to be fair, which everyone thinks is me. <laughs> I monitor. I monitor all of our social medias, and the Ben Price fan club are fairly, fairly mint. Like, if it is you, fair play, Ben. How, on a level of one to ten, how bad am I at social media? I have no social media accounts. What is the likelihood of me being able to put anything together mm. that's coherent about myself? To be fair, they know more about me than no, I do. do. <laughs> they and they are they're very good. They're on it. Yes. I think they they watch the films to give fair responses. They tend to like your films more than they like my films. Well, well, it's well fan club, once we go it? against the Colson fan club, find <laughs> out. Well, well there might be one started after this actually. Um, go on, what for said? But that's about Muriel's wedding. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, I think I'm definitely in the minority, but I didn't like the film. I really didn't like Muriel. And since the film is about her, I couldn't enjoy the film as much as I wanted to. Plus, I was confused as to whether or not I was supposed to take the film seriously. However, I did like some scenes. For example, the beanbag scene, beanbag. which is beanbag, your favourite Very good, very and good. And Muriel confronting her dad at the end. But I'm sorry to say, I found the majority of this film quite annoying annoying rating is she bomb rating that? no oh yes yes the stunning 3.5 out of 10 3.5 oh, she likes the point five, Jack maybe you'd get along mm. I mean obviously if I just go on the comments of our first post which was Hannah Montana asking for the ratings 10 11 10 Ben Price fan club 2.5 <laughs> <laughs> 6 10 9 11 10 10, 10, All right. 7, 9. We're not replicating this on Goodfellas. Hannah Montana has the nation, I think. It's really, really got some No, you're trying on. to push Hannah Montana there. That's absolutely awful. Anyway, shall we get into this? Uh, what have we done what are this we doing? Yeah. This yeah. morning I had a shocker. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> shocker. So my brother has buggered off to Florida for two weeks, Disney. And I've got to look after his dogs. What's the dog, though? What's the dog? So, I've got two chihuahuas. Yeah, but hold on. You've got two teacup chihuahuas, which are two the size... micro teacup chihuahuas. Which are the size small, of your hands. Smaller than my feet. Yeah. Easily. 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 That's so, a full-size full dog. So, I've got them two. <laughs> my brother has a chihuahua. That, it's a small chihuahua, but it's bigger than my two. And uh, a Springer Spaniel. Which, which everybody are, yes. mental. mental everybody who, who they're knows. a working dog it's it's yes. a, it's like walking a rhino i mean it literally just drags you yeah everywhere and they don't stop no and I, so I get the full harness on this morning and I have to wa- walk The it. harness on you are the harness, the harness on the dog. On, yeah. harness Is he on, walking you? Uh, yeah, the harness on uh, the dog. I'm walking out of my flat and I'm going down the corridor about to get to the lift. Shits. 
in, in the fu- in the in the, in the no, corridor. To be just, fair, just he must have been holding it in all night. Well, I mean, it's like half eight. What do you want me to do? Half eight. You yeah. have a poo before half eight, Jack. No. You've woken up. You've been awake. You're a working cocker. You you like that? The rain's come. You've crapped yourself over the rain and the thunder. You thought, oh, I need a poo. You've held on since five. Well, yeah. Did so, they cry last night in the thunder or not? Uh, no, because luckily I was up, oh, so I could calm them down. So where was the poo? By the lift? By the lift, turd everywhere, and it's carpet. Ooh. You, you, did, <laughs> you did pick it up. I did pick yeah. it up, but at this point, I'm terrified because... Did you try and do the flick out the window? I didn't. I've got the poo bag, ah. but I've got the springer in the other hand, and it's running round everywhere. I'm trying to cover, pick it up quick. Did anyone come past? Nobody did. But if they did, they'd have seen David Platt on his hands and knees picking, picking up, up poo whilst the dog <laughs> is running around the corridor. The bin store is next door. Oh, well done. So I get the, get the turd in the bin store, but, but then I have to peg it back to get more poo bags because then I have to still take it for a walk. Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing there's probably carpet smear, which you didn't pick up, did you? This carpet smear. Luckily, it was you dry. walk past. Oh, okay. So there was no smudgy, smudgy. There was no when smudgy. you've walked past, have you gone? Oh, oh, you can tell. You, you can't have, tell. No, I literally smell. You can, you can lick it. It's fine. Okay. You can. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't people lick the carpets at your flats? It's fine. I mean, You'd be fine to lick. You fine. do live in a posh building. Oh, go away people with it. Do lick the carpets. Yeah. So that was my <laughs> babysitter. My son rang me up yesterday. I said, "Hey, dude." He went, "I'm all right." We had a babysitter, Dad, a new one, and we played football in the garden. And she stood right in her poo. <laughs> 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 we collected all the dog poo. <laughs> but he thought it was absolutely brilliant. He said, "I didn't look at her. I tried not to laugh." But then I turned my back and I had a little laugh and it was all over her shoe. And do you know what, Dad? She couldn't get it off. It was a big one. Oof. Oof. Yesterday, um, we went for lunch in the sun, didn't we? Which was a little bit... It was tough for me. Is this... Are you now getting into that when we was watching Reservoir Dogs? You got, what was it, half an hour in? No, hold on. Let's... I think the credits came up and you gasped straight. <gasps> you got that whoa straight off. Well, I think it started because a certain someone made me sit outside in 30 degrees. Well, yes, we're not going to sit in when it's 30 degrees. Jack, I'm ginger. Have we established, like, I'm ginger, I'm overweight. <laughs> I cannot do. It was a bit warm. like interview with a vampire when he was out. Ah! <laughs> yeah. It was to be fair. To staff, be fair thank you warm. to the staff at the Alchemist for bringing the sun cream over as well. Yeah. To be the fair, we it got was in, a bit too hot for me as well. It was, it old was hot leather lad there. Loved <laughs> it. Old Mazzola was out there giving it the full. Can I have some foil, please? I can't get under my chin. Whereas you, your head had gone right off it was bad. when you went for the spring roll fish finger combo. I don't think that helped you. He went salad, which he didn't eat. Mm. There's nothing wrong with a fish finger sandwich when it's no, sunny. That hot fish mm. finger spring roll combo when it's hot. Right. Do you want to lead us in to what happened after? I was summertime tired. What do you mean when I was summertime tired? What are you talking about? When you piled out on the sofa? Yeah. Yeah. That's ruined your story now. Well, you did. And we had to stop the film. In the middle we- of the day, which is the first time it's ever happened. So, <laughs> when <laughs> we watch your films, you're high as a kite. You're loving it. You're singing along. Mamma mia. As soon as ours come on, as soon as it flicks on you give it the oh I'm going to struggle here I'm going to struggle that's what I'm seeing the correlation it doesn't matter whether it's day or night you you 
you give it the gas straight off. <laughs> oh, it's true, and I've hit no, the nerve. And it, no, it's not like I did say to you straight away, didn't I? I went, I'm, I'm struggling here. It was hot. I was uncomfortable. Every time I got comfy, I fell asleep. <laughs> and I think there was a bit where I started almost speaking in my sleep. And I had, you know that <laughs> bit where you start to like make things up in your sleep? And there was a scene in the film and I went, to my head I went, hold on, where have the mum and dad gone? And then I was thinking back and I went, there isn't a mum and dad in this. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I like, do you know what? It was almost like, because I went and stood out on the balcony and you both came out and it was like I'd had bad news because you both came and patted me on the shoulder and you were like, look, it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. We're here for you. We can support you. We just you need to... You gone. You gone. You're ready gone. I and called it. You 45 did. minutes, yeah, an hour left. It. I went, we're pulling this. We're, we're, pulling, <laughs> we're pulling this. We're pulling, we're pulling, we're pulling the podcast. You've disgraced yourself. You get to bed. You went off. You I went. went off to the pit I, to bed. I, I, I finished the film. Yeah. Shepard went off to the pub. I said, I'll watch it later. Which I did. I watched it last night. Finished watching it last yeah. night. So Ben watched it all the way through. Yeah. yeah. You watched it in two stages last night, and I watched and it did. in two stages last night. Yeah. Probably about seven stages if you count the amount of times I fell asleep in the yeah. first half. Do you want to give a quick synopsis? Quick synopsis, synopsis. Quick synopsis is about uh, five men doing a robbery of diamonds uh, from some bank. And they've all got aliases, Mr. White, Mr. Blonde, Mr. Blue, Mr. Pink, Mr. Brown. Mr. Orange. Is that more? I say Mr. Brown. You yeah. said Mr. Brown. And uh, it's... Um, none of them know each other, but it develops that the um, the heist goes wrong and they think it's a setup. They meet at a rendezvous and they're trying to um, work out who the... Mo- hold on, you just said rendezvous. Yeah, no, I thought this. Wire, I thought rendezvous. this. That's not rendezvous. right. Rendezvous. Did I say view? You said rendezvous. Sorry, rendezvous. We've had something rendezvous. happen there. My mistake. You've caught it. You've caught it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Very good continuity. So, um, just so you know, it's it's rendezvous. Yeah, they meet there. Yes, rendezvous. So we uh, and also the film is kind of backwards, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's completely shot out of sequence, isn't it? Uh, so you never actually see shot. the heist, do you? No. no. You see the running away. Yeah. So the heist has gone wrong. But you see that at the top, don't you? Because mm, it's gone wrong. Because they think there's an informant. There's a character you never see die. Blue. You never see him die. No. Just says he's died. Yeah. But Pink gets away. Well, no, he doesn't. Who? He gets away with the jewels. Yeah. That then at the end, you can hear the sirens coming and you hear gunshots. So I think Pink gets caught. Oh, yeah. So the last scene in the film, isn't it? Mr. Pink. No. Everyone's dead and he... Pink goes, goes with the jewels. Yes. Yeah. I mean, we've just jumped straight away to we the have, end. Here. We have. We've we have. We have jumped to the end. What have we missed? I. I. Yes. What have we missed? White's then? got hold of orange. Yes. Pink's gone. Yes. It's just on them two. Yes. And uh, orange is saying, "I'm a cop. I'm yes. a cop." So yeah. White's like starting. So to basically, cry. the premise of the story is they all go to this the rendezvous meeting mm. place, don't they? Mm. They think it's definitely gone wrong. Someone's informed because mm. when they were robbing the bank for the diamonds, uh, the police are already there. Yeah. They ambush them. They shoot them. There's a big shootout. Mr. Yeah. Blonde goes mental, shoots loads of cops. Yeah. Through this film, you kind of see bits of the robbery. Yeah. But what we get to is 
The Rendezvous. The Rendezvous. Tim Roth's been shot in the stomach. Harvey yeah. Keitel's got him, drags him in, and the film kind of begins from there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and everyone's trying to work out who Steve the Buscemi is saying someone's ratted out. Yeah. Who's the rat? Who's the rat? And that's actually the whole of the film. Yeah, really, yeah. Who's the who's the rat? Who's the rat? I I was thinking when I was watching it how simple it is in a way because the majority of the scenes just are just in that in warehouse, yeah, yeah. and it's it's almost the shots are so similar. You know, it's often that it's a shot where it's got the ramping and the torture chair in. Mm, yeah. And a lot of the scenes are just played but through I suppose that. If like, he didn't have much money, which he wouldn't, it's his first film. And was he not, was he a named actor or not, Tarantino? No. No, he, um, it was his first film he directed and he uh, wanted to make it. And I think, uh, I, can't, I can't remember who made the film, the production company, I mean. Uh, anyway, um, they wanted to buy the script off him, and he said, "No, I'm directing it." And they were like, mm, well, "Well, no, we don't want you to direct it." And he sold the money. Uh, he sold his script, uh, True Romance, so that he could uh, have enough money to, to make uh, to the make film. the film. So, direct, was romance. Tim Roth a name then when they did that? I don't or? know. I don't know. Oh, he'd definitely been an English name. Yeah. Absolutely, definitely. And then yeah. he'd gone to the States, and then I suppose my... When I was young, my I lived with a photographer. He's quite a big photographer. And they did a piece for a magazine which has now closed and reopened called The Face. And we had Polaroid shots of Tim Roth on the set of Reservoir Dogs, and they were covered in blood. From his blood from mm. being shot, they shot my flatmate. Shot him for took stills of the film for a big article, and we had all <coughs> these Polaroids of the blood. So he was known, definitely known. But I think that part was mm. that that kind of, for all of them. Don't you think Kaitel? It brought Kaitel back a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Tarantino has. Because I've seen Pulp Fiction with yeah. you, and I've seen Day of the Night Vampires are us. What? the hell are you talking about? Oh, with George Dustle Clooney. Dawn. Dustle Dawn. Dawn. Day of the Night. Day of the Night Vampires. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. I would say um, Tarantino's got a bit of a... He didn't direct that. Robert Rodriguez directed that. Which he wrote one? it. Dustle Dawn. Oh, did he? Yeah, he wrote There's, it. Down. Between the films that I've seen of his, everyone's in a black and white suit. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's similar actors. It's similar characters. The stories are just different and it's all a bit mental mm. but he has quite a look doesn't he like everyone's always in black and white suits there must be a reason that he does that he must like it like in cinema his, his early films are like that his, his later ones that you haven't seen they're, they're, they're not, not like they that. change do they yeah. I think he has I think he has a style which is important don't you think as a director yeah and it, you know the only thing for me is I think I saw things that I'd seen the stills in that film that I didn't think were from that film. Oh, right. So when you were watching it, you went, I've seen a picture of this Yeah, before, I never right. knew it was So this. much of that film, don't you think? So much of it is iconic. Yeah. The suits, the music, uh, all those, as you see, as you're watching that film, all of those stills come out. I remember a Banksy being on the side of, um, by Old Street Tube, and it was, Further years and years ago, Banksy was oh the bananas, bananas, bananas and yes, something but that's that's, that's a different fiction, film. But yeah, yeah, black yeah. and white suits, black and white suits. And you straight, yeah. you know what I mean? The yeah. 
the stuff he uses in his early films is very smart. He set out yeah. his style. Mm. Um, so he made that, but sold. He sold True Romance so that he to uh, Tony Scott directed that. And um, did he? Yeah. Did Tony Scott direct that? Yeah. Ben just touched on then the music in the film. Now, in all of his films, really. Yes. It, but in Reservoir Dogs. Mm. That there's there's something in that like the music's brilliant. What I didn't quite get was the old radio sh- station show. Mm. That's by a character in the film, isn't it, or is it not? K Billy Super Sounds of the Seven. Yeah, yeah. He's Who, a comic. The is guy he? Doing it. Steve Wright. Steve Wright. Steve Wright. And they just put that in to put it in, dude. Like because it hasn't got much of a purpose other than. I to suppose it's songs, a way of it? getting the songs into the scene. It just works. But like, the, and also the fact that what I liked about it was each character would a lot few of the characters would talk about it and go how brilliant yeah, it is yeah, yeah, yeah. and actually bonded them together. Yeah. I think what he does brilliantly is he paints lots of characters in the same situation, but they're all very very individual, mm. very individual. And he's called them, you know, Mister Blombus. And it actually, though, each character works completely defined on their own. They all have very different reasons for why they're doing that robbery. They all yeah. want the money, but the very different things have mm. happened to them. And it's very clear, isn't it? But then they all like that music. Yeah. And the music, yeah, you're right, the music is absolutely fantastic. Mm. And the fact he puts that that torture scene... to Yeah, Steeler's wheel. And then the other bit I liked was... They're outside the bank and they're talking about the heist and he's saying, so you do this, you do that, and what does she do, what does he do, what does that do? And then they go to set off and the police car behind is playing, hoobachaka, hoobachaka. <laughs> and then that, like, they turn the corner and it's really, really loud in the police car. And then it goes into their car and they're obviously listening to the same radio station, but it's quieter. And it just it's just a simple thing, but the way it connects works really quite well uh, what I really like about Tarantino is um, how how he writes dialogue and it is just normal conversation yeah a lot, a lot of it in Pulp Fiction in Reservoir Dogs you know in all of his films it is just real conversation that you can believe and, it, and most of it's pointless it's not even about the plot yes. half the time yes like all that talk in the opening the scene yeah. of that just that in the cafe. circle track yes. he's got going around yeah. the uh, the They're coffee talking about table. the Madonna yeah. song. Talking about like a virgin. Yeah. Like what the song means. Uh, but don't you think what's clever about it is, is exactly what you said is, it's conversation out of nothing, but then out of that conversation, you get still get the character's point of view, like when they're talking about the tip. Mm. Buscemi's character won't tip. Yeah. Kaitel is obviously feels like he's the boss so you have to tip you know everyone's got yeah, their yeah, the yeah. characters come out in the most pointless of conversation which yeah. is about tipping yeah and they've all got a different connection to the boss haven't they mm. if there's one character that i didn't quite like it was him the boss okay i don't quite know i liked the son nice, a lot nice guy Eddie. um but the boss i just didn't i didn't feel a Chris Penn connection with Chris him. Penn's nice Chris, guy. Yeah, Chris Penn's the son, son, isn't he? He's yeah. good, isn't he? He's very yeah. Good. He's very and that scene at the end when they come in, um, he's brilliant in that. And then the dad comes into that. And I'm a bit like. So do you want oh. to fill us in the rest? Of what happens the rest of the back end of the plot, Jack? So the back end of the plot, um, 
Uh, everyone goes to move the cars, don't they? Because yeah. the boss is coming. Yeah. If, if he sees the cars in the car park, he's going to have a... So they've tortured thing. a policeman, haven't they? No, no, they? no, that's when they go, and Michael Madsen oh, okay, then yes. tortures the yes. policeman. Yeah, yeah. And just before he's about to set him on fire, yeah. Tim Roth's character wakes up and blows him away. Bang, 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 yeah. bang. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Kills him. Shoots him a lot. Then that's when we first learn that Tim Roth... He's is a ...confesses cop. to the cop that he's a cop himself. Yeah. And... Um, Tim Roth knows he's there dying on the thing, but he knows they're going to come back in. How does he explain why he's killed Mr. Blom? Yeah. So he comes up with this cock and bull story that he was going to kill me, he's going to kill the cop. When you walked in, he was going to kill you all and run off with the diamonds. What he doesn't know is that nice guy Eddie says, This guy's just done four years for us in prison. Yeah. They offered him loads of deals and he could have ratted us out anytime he wants and he didn't. And now that he's out, and we're giving him work. He's just going to decide out of the blue to rip us off screw us and over. to screw us over. So that's when he's like, don't yeah. believe it. Yeah. And then the boss comes in and he's like, he's the rat. He's the only one I'm not 100% on. Yeah. But Mr. White sticks up for him, Harvey Cartel's character, because he was there. He saw him get shot. He's had a connection but with But he's shot not by a copper. No. He's shot by... A bystander, a woman, they yeah. try and hijack her car. Yeah. Yeah. She gets a gun out the globe from her and shoots, shoots him. The but then Ross's character, who's a copper, we found out, shoots her. Yeah. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's a moment where the camera stays on Roth, and I was thinking, I was thinking... Are they showing that because he's turning into one of them or are they showing that because he's just gone, what have I just done? Like, because he... 
he shoots it and then he looks and it's almost yeah. a panic and a realisation. But it's a bit like, uh, is he just keeping his character of undercover mm. or has he completely... But I think just... it's a natural instinct thing. Yeah. And then yeah, when he's in the car, he's distraught. One, because he's been shot and two, because he's killed someone. Mm. You know, he's screaming in the back of a car, he's crying like a baby and that's the scene that you see earlier on as well, yeah, isn't it? And yeah. it comes back to that and that's when you come into like the finale of the so film. So they're in there at the end, Jack. Mm. He shot Mr Blonde. They're all three of them. The boss comes in and then what happens? So um, the boss pulls out a gun to shoot Orange. Yeah. Mr White pulls out a gun and holds it on the boss. Mm. Nice guy Eddie is the boss's son. He pulls out a gun and points it to Mr. White. So there's three men all got guns pointing at each other. Yeah. And And I uh, think he took that from a film he really loved, didn't he? Did that he? scenario, yes. I think it's in another after I'd have to look but there's another film he talks about that. Ah oh, right, okay. Yeah. And um someone shoots. I think the boss shoots orange, uh, Mr. White shoots the boss uh, nice guy Eddie shoots Mr. White, but not before Mr. White can get a shot off yeah. on. I had nice to rewind guy, and watch yeah. that see, two or three times yesterday, just to see if he, just to he see goes bang, bang, he, he goes bang bang yeah. and he does yeah. actually. Oh, it's very well done. Because I thought Joe, what's his face, Mr. Blue, had shot <laughs> Mr. Blue. Nice guy Eddie. Well, Mr. Blue's not even Mr. there. Mr. Blue's not even there. Yes, he is. He's under the ramp. That's, That's Mr. Mr. Pink. Pink. Mr. Pink. Right. I thought he'd shot Nice Guy Eddie. No. It was Kai Tal's character. As he ah, gets, okay, shoots the okay. boss, he sort of falls down. Because that all happens really quickly, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they carry on, Jack. They've all got shot. They're all down on the floor. Pink gets up, thinks, sod this for a game of soldiers, I'm off. Takes the diamonds. Takes the diamonds, scarpers. White's still alive. He gets up and he holds on to Orange. Tim Roth. Tim Roth. And He's Tim Roth cop. then says, I'm a cop. I'm a cop. He is. He's crying, he's crying, and then you see White's character pull the gun up to the yeah. side of uh, Tim Roth's face. face as though he's going to blow his head off. And then the police burst in, but it stays on White. But I see that finale different from you. So I see White, there's one gunshot, which is White kills Roth. Yeah. Then the many gunshots, which yeah. is police kill White. Yeah. Are you on about Pink getting I caught? I think Pink gets away. Right. I think Pink gets away. Rewatch the ending yeah. when he's talking to Tim Roth yeah. and he's saying, I'm a cop, I'm a cop. You hear the sirens in the background. Yeah. Do you hear gunshots? You hear gunshots. Okay. Rewatch it. When I'll he's talking to him, all you hear is gunshots. He might get away, uh, no. but you hear a lot of gunshots. That's what well, they're and saying. they burst in. But that's what they're saying, though. And that's, they're saying he's caught. Aren't I think he's caught. I think they're saying he's Because everyone always makes that assumption that Pink gets away. I don't think he does. It's left for I'm your interpretation, I guess, though, as well, isn't yeah. it? Like. It is, but if you hear a lot of gunshots, then it's not, is it? I hadn't. I replayed it, and I didn't hear the gunshots. And then I replayed it, and I heard Kaitel's going go off. Yeah, and then it's all before shots. that. It's before so they then, come in. So Kaitel right. does kill Roth. Yeah. In the end. Oh, well, you hear a single ah. shot, and yes. then you hear them all shoot. Because it's almost like he's he he he's he was bottling it. Because it's almost like he'd kind of grown a little bit fond of him as well, wasn't it? Like when he's saying, "I'm a cop," I know obviously they've both been shot, and then then. But don't you think it was more? I felt Kaitel's character was going, "Oh wow, I've just killed." Yeah. 
one of my best yeah, mates. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I saw like, that as well, yeah. Oh, you know, the mm, ultimate mm. betrayal. I'm surprised what I liked about that ending was... He stood up for the wrong thing, hasn't I'm he? Surprised that, I'm surprised that Roth's character confessed. I'm surprised he said that at the end. I liked it. I, I really like that, liked yeah. it. I think it makes the film, absolutely. Yeah. But I was surprised. And I was also surprised that Roth's character didn't say about Mr. Blonde, he was the cop. I shot him because he was the cop. Mm. But I, I like. Think, I think Roth probably knows he's dying anyway. Yes. Don't forget, he's dying of the gunshot wound he's yes. already got. Then the boss shoots him, doesn't he? Oh god, yes, you're right. So he's got two gunshots. He's got two gunshot wounds, and then he thinks at the <sighs> end, I've got to come. Yeah, clean. why not? I thought Cartel anyway. played that. It's really good, wasn't it? At the end, an hour and a half. What is it? An hour and a half. That film. It's, it's, yeah, it's not long. Yeah, it's not long. My favorite part of the film mm. is a bit that we've completely not mentioned. And I think it was a bit because I was like, okay, this was really clever. And it's the bit where, so it starts with Roth and the other police officer in the restaurant. And they're chatting, they're chatting, and then it goes to the, if you're going to be undercover, you've, you've got to learn to play the part, you've yeah, got to be yeah. a good actor. So they start learning this script, and it kind of goes on the story of him learning this monologue about him buying and selling weed to and for other people. Yeah, And the bit where he's in the bar telling all of them the story where he's telling white, pink, you know, yeah. brown yeah. and the boss the story and then it flicks to in his head what he's made up of the scenario mm. where he's in the toilet. He's in the gents. I just really liked that. Yeah. Because I'd never seen it clever. before and, you know, you, you kind of, it shows you how messed up the film is in a way that it goes from actually what's happening to what was happening in his head. Yeah. And then back into it. I just thought it was really cool, like because it was a part that when they're saying you've, you've you've got to be a good actor to be undercover, I'm like, where's this going? And it actually was a really good, you know, ten minutes in the mm. film that worked and fitted really well. Well, it shows that done it throughout the film of how they all sort of got the job, yes. got the gig. Yes, Mr. Blonde's fresh out of prison. Yeah, yeah. he has a meeting. Yeah. He says, "Would you like to come to work for his five man job?" He's like, "Yeah." Mr. White's character is in and uh, he's kind of like an old hand he's an old hand and uh, Pink has known the boss since he was a kid yeah Um, and then it's Tim Roth's character and how he gets in being the undercover cop and he's the and um, yeah it's and actually Mr Blonde I didn't touch on this his character his real name is uh, Vic Vega Victor Vega and John Travolta's character in Pulp Fiction is Vincent Vega and Tarantino's uh, later come out and said that they're actually brothers, Mr. Blonde and John Travolta's character, Vincent Vega, are, are brothers. What's your favourite bit of the film, Jack? Mm. I mean, you've got to go with the, the torture scene's got to be up there with the dancing. And funnily enough as well, those two characters, um, I'm jumping films, Pulp Fiction and uh, Reservoir Dogs, but John Travolta and Michael Madsen they're both brothers and they both have an iconic dance scene yeah. in separate films yeah yeah where uh, yeah I thought that was I thought Madsen was, was fantastic yeah. I thought they were all fantastic yeah. actually I thought what they did really well was it's one room a bit like in Hateful Eight isn't it it's one room and they all completely commit to a, an incident that you never see mm. they all create that for you yeah you never see the robbery go yeah. wrong you never really see any of that and I thought that was just fantastic one 
probably financially very smart. Yeah. Don't show the robbery because we can't afford all the cops. Yeah. And you can't shoot anything because we can't afford the glass. And they all completely give you those pictures. That Keitel's fully in there. Mm. Roth is fully in there. Mm. Pink's brilliant yeah. in it. Yeah. I thought that that was a real ensemble. I can see as an actor, you'd really want to do that film. Yeah. Because you'd think, oh, it's mint part for everyone. For everyone. Everyone gets a great part. Yeah. So, rating. Because it's our film, we usually go first, yeah, don't we? Yeah, start with you. Uh, for me, I'm a big fan of Tarantino. It's not my favourite Tarantino film. It's it's definitely up there, though. I'm going to go... What would be your favourite, do you think? Pulp, definitely. Okay. Yeah. 100%. I, obviously, it's not on my rating yet, but I would say, having watched Pulp Fiction with Jack, Pulp Fiction's the best film. Yeah. But anyway... I, yeah, uh, but for me, it's still, it's still very good. I'm gonna go nine point. Nine point five. I knew you were. I knew you. I knew you'd bottle. I could up. see it. I could see it. Yeah, nine point five. Ben, that point five has got you both out of a lot of trouble. As I've never used it. You have. Of course, you have. You have. I'm You're use just it as bad as him. I'm using oh. it. Today. I tell you what, we're going to get into quarters in a minute, aren't we? 9.75. Saying <laughs> quarters. Somebody did comment on the Instagram that their rating for something would have been 6.75. <laughs> and I was thinking... A science teacher from Bolton has just gone too far. <laughs> I'd give it a 6.75. 7.15 for me. Can you imagine the rating system? Um, rating for me, I think... I mean, brilliantly written. Really bloody well directed. I mean, God, for a first film, I was like in awe, actually. I was mm. looking at that as a first film and I just thought, my goodness, what a talent that man is. You know, he's put something together, you just don't see the seams. You don't go, okay, yeah, you can tell. I think I'd go, I obviously can't do the point five. I've set my stall out there. I'm going nine. Ooh. Ooh. He was because, wavering on 10. Yeah, no, I, on I, 10. I don't think I'd give it a full 10 because I think he's done better. I just think as a, as a script, I'd go 10. Mm. As a script, yeah. I just don't think you can touch it. His dialogue is mint. His through story is mint. It's very, very difficult to pick any holes in his script. And it's complicated. It's yeah. a reverse film. You see bits all out of sequence. You don't see the main plot point. Um, so you're, you're, you're giving it a... Nine. I'd give it a nine. Jack's giving it a nine point five. For me, mm. I, I'm obviously learning. It's my second Tarantino film I've seen. Yeah, I'm learning about his style. Yeah, you know, very simple. A lot of wide shots. Loves a restaurant scene. There's mm. so much around a table in all of his films. Um, the only thing I know I shouldn't do this, but the only thing I've got to compare it to is Pulp Fiction because that's the other film that I've seen, seen. yeah the other yeah. Tarantino film and it's not a Pulp Fiction but, are you, but no but are no. you comparing it should you be comparing it to Tarantino's films or should you be comparing yeah, it as, as a, a film? film I think it's just because there's all this Tarantino 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 that's the only thing that I think in okay. my head mm. as a film mm. I I did like it mm. but it's nowhere close to Goodfellas oh like, oh, yeah, actually, fair point. I think, Do you think the fact that you fell asleep and woke up... No, no, I genuinely don't. A good don't. seven or eight times in the film made a difference. I ge- but I think I ge- you've got a good point there. 
Well, that's, that's why I've got 9.5 because I don't think it's as good as Pulp it, Fiction. And we're all yes. kind because yeah. I'd have been a bit upset if you'd have both give it tens because I thought it's not, it isn't that film. Yes, it's yes. a good film. It's yes. iconic. It's classic, yes. but it's not. Okay. An, it, it's a must see. Yeah. So I'm going 8.5. That's good. Okay. Which is a good rating. And it's kind of because seeing it as a learning curve, but it's not. A film like when I watched Goodfellas, I was like, right, okay, like I get it, I get what that's about. Watching, you know, Reservoir Dogs, I was a bit like, yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's good, it's cool, I love the music, I love that, but then in bits, I was a bit like, mm, yeah. Any other facts about the film, Jack? We do know your mum likes the facts, don't we, Jack? My mum is my worst. Wasn't she on the phone critic, just before the podcast? As and well? she does. She she does like text me every now and again, and just sort of say how awful I am. I've uh, had a few of those, though. To be fair, uh, like, I've had the uh, acting at uh, the podcast, and um, yeah. And I mean, yeah, it keeps me grounded. Your mum always texts me saying how brilliant I am. Well, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I've been taken down by your mum. Yeah. And then I've been lifted up. Then you've actually, been lifted the up last every one, now and again. I was lifted up because you were taken down so badly. I was taken down Ben's so doing badly. well. What are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then she commented on podcast, which was, "Well, we need more facts. I like the facts." Yeah, and that's which a, is the part that her son does. does. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I was yeah, like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Are there any facts for the base of Sylvia and Mum that mean, we've missed? Is there anything we've missed? Uh, I, uh, I think the the way they got Harvey Cartel on was I don't think he took a fee. He wanted to do the script that much that he loved, and they were like, can't afford him. And he went, I'm, I won't take a fee, I'll just co-produce it. So so he got his name to it. And actually, it made money. It, it, it oh, sort yeah. of gave it a resurgence and then allowed him to go and do those direct line adverts or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is he Winston Wolf? Oh, my, oh my goodness. God. Oh, my goodness. Right, oh. well, <laughs> on, on that, that bombshell. Um, on that bombshell. brilliant that... Is, it, Coles, is, is he Winston Wolf? Coulson knows Winston Wolf from the direct line no, no, adverts. No, no. When we watched Pulp Fiction, I went, oh my God, it's him! <laughs> <laughs> It's the same man. It's the same actor, yes. Yeah. He doesn't actually look that different, Coulson. Oh, no, he does. He does. He does. <laughs> right, next week's film. Hang on, what's the score? Oh, we've got to I've work it out. My... No, I know, oh. but what's the total? What's the tally? Uh, well, I'm looking at... We've got 9, 9.5. That's 8.5. 8. 8.5. Episode 19, 27. 27. 27. That's good. So 20, we've only, it's only good. dropped three points. 27 is very good. I think good. that could be third, actually. Maybe we can get Quentin Tarantino in to talk about another film. I think it's, I think it's second. I think it's second. We've had we need to get a chart. Good we do we need, need to get a chart. chart. We'll make this. We'll make this. We need to get ourselves. Right, let's, let's, let's wrap it up. I'll tell you what, if someone wants to, wants to make a chart, <laughs> put it on the bottom of the Instagram. This, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. You need to get into the sun. This week, I ha- you have educated me on Reservoir Dogs. I've educated you on how to save Reservoir Dogs. Next week's film... It's going. It's going a bit offish for me. Oh, uh, well, no, it's not actually. What I've really kept in my off. Oh, here we go. We're we're back down the Disney Channel route. Oh, it's a classic. Oh, it's a film I grew up watching. Snow White. It's absolutely <laughs> Dumbo. Brilliant. Bambi. What is it? Cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> you must have seen it. What is it? He's very good. Hang on, what is it? Cheaper by the dozen. He's got loads of kids. He's got 12 kids. Who's the actor? 
Him who's in... Is it Steve Martin? Is he the guy that's in Railway... The Rail... Tra- trains, Automobiles... Yes. And, yes him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. seen it. Not John Candy? No, no, Steve Martin. Cheaper by the dozen? Yeah, Ben. If you want to watch along, Cheaper oh, by the wow, dozen... Oh, wow, everyone's just switched off. You can do. Um, <laughs> follow us on at Sofa Cinema Club on Twitter and Instagram. Send us a message. If you want to leave us a review, please do. Leave us a five-star, leave us a comment. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Thank but you. Reservoir Dogs, Cheaper by the dozen. <laughs> ow, ow! God bless, good night. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.